And welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. This is Crutch, and I am here tonight as always, and I like the consistency of that, always. My two best friends in the land of podcasts, the Chief and the Goon. Chief, how are you this evening? I am tired of teaching, but I will continue to do it. You gotta, you gotta educate the masses. Speaking of masses, the one and only Goon. How are you, buddy? That was. I'm holding down gravity right here. By the way, are we, uh, are we I only your friends on the it. podcast, or are we your friends everywhere? Uh, you're my best friends everywhere. Outstanding. I always want to make you know preface that, but of course, you know, my wife is my best best friend, as as we should all have our wives as our best best friends. But you know. Really? Yeah. I mean, of course. Of course. I did not get that memo, I'd like to point out. <laughs> Is your wife not your best friend, Chief? No. No? No. And anyone who reminds me of the ways that I can be killed and not know, I'm pretty sure <laughs> doesn't, doesn't rank up there with what I would call best friend. So we're talking uh, maybe casual acquaintance, uh, you know, friend with benefits, what? <laughs> Scary person who lives at your house? Yeah, see, uh, so and Now uh, I lay me down to sleep. Please, God, let me wake up. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, uh, so uh, some people would do that. But you know what? Mm. If I woke up dead, I, I don't think I'd mind that. You want to parse that sentence for me really slowly? Yeah, so obviously you, you never saw a Scary Movie 4? I'm not sure I saw Scary Movie 1. Okay, well... Uh, <laughs> if I woke up dead. Hmm, we'll yeah. stop there. Yeah, uh, Kevin Hart was getting an explanation by uh, Anthony, some, who, who just lost a lot of weight, but he, he's... Uh, he's a guy from Blackish. Yes, so, okay. So those two are going at it, and he said, "Man, that's how you wake up dead." And he's like, "Man, how can you wake up dead?" And he went through a <laughs> whole explanation, and he was like, "Man, see, that's why you're a genius, or something to that effect." And yes, they were. That's frightening. They were they were stupid on purpose. Maybe it was Scary Movie Three, but it was it was it was one of the ones after the Wayans Brothers. It was the one that had Charlie Sheen in it. Well, okay, any movie that's got Charlie Sheen in it, well, you know what can I say? <laughs> There's a lot you can say. There's a lot I'm not going to say. <laughs> that's that's true. He's an angry man. One um one moment, please. I'm going to mute my mic so I don't make any adverse noises. See, this is this is when you know he's cursing us and just doesn't want us to know about it. I thought he was just going to make old man noises. Well, no, I try not to do that either. Okay. With, with old I, age, I, I just saying. There's a lot of gas in old age. Well, I don't all know. Maybe it's, maybe it's old age hot flashes, but I'd been in a sweatshirt all day and I've been working at my desk. And all of a sudden, literally the moment I said, and welcome, the, the internal temperature in my sweatshirt went up about, I don't know, 800 degrees. And I'm like, I'm going to cook through the show. So I said, it's you know what, war- I'll just take my sweatshirt off. Maybe I'm having hot of, flashes. It's the warmth of our personalities working on you. Oh, shining the life blood and warmth of friendship upon me we we were talking during the pre-show uh, big. i'm sorry <laughs> dur- during the pre-show chief uh, crutch and i were talking i wanted to go outside and uh, work on um, getting the stereo in my car because i've had the stereo since christmas but 
because we're having what seems to me to be a much colder than average winter, it hasn't been warm enough. And my uh, outdoor uh, temperature sensors were both in the sun and said 50 degrees, and I went outside. <laughs> it wasn't 50 degrees. It probably wasn't half of 50. <laughs> I, I was. It wasn't 30. And I'm like, yeah, no. It's 20. Well, according to my computer, it's 25 degrees right now, but it's, you know, eight o'clock at night. When I woke up this morning, it was 14. Mm. Thankfully, Sunday's the day I don't have to get in my car very early and go to the gym because that's always a fun ride. Oh, I'll bet. Well, you know, right now uh, at State Lagoon Manor, we have uh, we have an extra car. What with the goon child uh, living with us? Ah, oh, okay. And well, I don't. Ha- I mean, there's still one driver per car. Yeah. Or no? How yeah. many cars do you no, have no, no. right now? Three. Okay, three drivers. Three. Okay. The new car hasn't arrived yet. Mm. Some would say that um, because the new car would be over the amount we need to report to the federal government, mm-hmm. perhaps it's being paid slowly and in cash. I wouldn't do that. But let's just say maybe that's happening. Maybe. And maybe. and so that'll be four cars. But then I have to clean out the one garage bay wherein right now lives uh, 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 Mr. Browning's former generator. Mm. How's that and working other, uh, It's working OK. I did get it to start and run. Um, but there's I still have to pull apart the carburetor. I think. I think the main jet is a little clogged and it's not, again, I used my favorite teaching source, YouTube. I know how to do it, but everything. Yes. I know how to do it, but I'm not doing it at 30 degrees. Exactly. It's just not going to happen. And I'm sure that it will not be a hard starter once I do this. Yeah. It'll probably come right up. So what have you been teaching everybody there, uh, chief? Tokenomics. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I, I don't remember that class in high school or college or pretty much anywhere. That's because it didn't the, exist back then. The goon is intrigued. Absolutely. So, Do tell. Tokenomics is uh, basically how crypto coins and tokens are used in their environments. And how they get money for you to convert into fiat money and or whatever projects that they're in. So it, it's more like this isn't a Ponzi and here's why it's not a Ponzi. That's that's the simplest way I can put it. That's always very important because as soon as I hear somebody say, you don't have to do a lot. This all gets done on a magic and you're making money. I'm going my bills go off. I've run into so many scams. <clears throat> Luckily, I have not actually fallen for any of them. Although I did fall for one today, I feel kind of uh, feel kind of embarrassed. I uh, I've been seeing a lot of videos. I'm trying to lose weight, folks. Um, I put I had taken I had lost about 40 pounds, and I put a few of those pounds back on during the couple of years of COVID, as I'm sure some people have. And I've been looking for things to help reduce weight because I'm getting old and it's harder. And I kept seeing all these different things on social media. Black coffee with lemon juice. Black coffee with lemon juice. Hey, I got black coffee all the time because I have coffee. Yay. And um, got some lemon juice. And I tried it. It's horrible. I'll I'll bet that is nasty. Level of horrible. 
Um, it is, it is everything that's bad about coffee and lemon juice by themselves. <laughs> and as I'm getting halfway through this noxious concoction I've created, I found this article, which I will post as part of the show notes because that's what I do, from uh, the Cleveland Clinic, who basically says, um, "Yeah, you're an idiot if you do it." So. I have uh, I have taken the title tonight of uh, of head idiot for the show, and uh, I recommend to no one coffee and lemon juice. So that um, that takes the worst yeah worst qualities of coffee and lemon juice and combines them. Nice. Yes, absolutely. Now people have put lemon juice in water and drunk that as part of a weight loss program, but that's not so much because the lemon juice does anything. It's just because you end up drinking more water and that fills you up. Right. And coffee by itself does have some appetite suppressant effects. And, you know, so some idiot out there goes, well, I'll put the two of them together and we'll get crutch to drink it. <laughs> or it could be that it is so vile that it turns your stomach and you don't want to eat anything. And thus it is an actual appetite suppressant because... <laughs> it just it just makes your, you ill. It pickles your innards and then you're just, you know... <laughs> Ralphing everything that goes down. Yes, you'll lose a lot of weight that way. You know. Sort of a prisoner of war diet at that point, but yeah, okay. Hey, I've seen it work. Exactly. Prisoner of war diet? Yeah, there's a, there was, uh, I can't remember what nationality, but he was Middle Eastern, mm -hmm. and uh, he ate uh, once a week, and he, was, <laughs> and he was able to get so skinny that he was able to pass through the bars. <laughs> and, wow! And he escaped, and he went back to his camp, and he was so hungry, and he ate so quickly that he had uh, a stomach expansion problem. And I don't oh, know. Yeah. If, I don't know if he died from it. You can I, yeah, if you eat too quick. Yeah. Well, after I mean, his stomach was so small for the training because this took a while for him to get that skinny. Right. I'll bet. But it is possible. It's not healthy, obviously. Gravy. I'm glad to see that I'm the only one who, you know, had issues with stupidity this week. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know that, that that's not true. Well, I have another one too, so I'm actually two and zero this week. But but go ahead, Goon. Please do tell. Well, um, I had thought, you know, you know, I'm still purchasing another vehicle, so that I will have four at some point. Because you just what you're starting a collection. Well, I want something to replace the truck, which has, you know, almost 350,000 miles on it. It's you know, probably not the... you got to the moon, the least you could do is let it get back. I didn't say I was getting rid of it. I just don't think having it be my daily driver is the best option. Okay, got it. I don't like work so much that I'd have to stay there. <laughs> um, and I thought I was going to exceed my neighbor, Honest Ron. <laughs> The number of cars that he has, but uh, I'm not even in his league. Now, he does have two garage bays, but they're full with classic cars. Ooh. He's got like a, he's got a 67 GTO. And I think, I think the other car is a GTO convertible. Wow. I'm not 100% sure. Mm -hmm. I'll, he's, he's a Mopar man. So how many cars do you think he's got? He has. Three kids, um, more or less at home, though one of them is in med school. 
and mm-hmm. isn't home very much. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, one kid is at home, uh, has graduated, and is working for a living. Uh, uh, and uh, his youngest is away at school, so she's home once in a while. When everybody's home, how many cars do they have? Seven. I'm guessing six. Ten. <laughs> wow. Well. Honest Ron's used them? all over. Well, he does fit them all in his driveway and around the back of his house. He's actually had the side of his house paved so that he can get cars to the back. I was about to say, because we've got neighbors who leave their cars on the, on the you know, the thoroughfare. And our road is not that wide. And you'll get people who park right next to each other. So you've got to, like, thread the needle. And that's annoying as all heck. But, you know, hey, if he puts them in his own property, I don't care. Cool. 10, 20. I, I, I don't care either. In fact, I'm impressed. What did you call him again? Honest Ron. Honest Ron. <laughs> because I just know those multicolored plastic pennants are going up and we're going to be selling some of these. Come and make him an offer. You should actually go over there and sell some of them for him and then let him know you did it. <laughs> Pretty sure that's illegal. Illegal. I don't know. Ah. I don't know. You mean, wait a second. You mean you mean um, you know taking somebody's money for for an ill-gotten cause is illegal? Somebody should tell. Um, somebody should tell. Uh, uh, go fund go me. Fund me. Yeah. So this this isn't uh, this isn't GoFundMe. This isn't the folks that that were diverting. Uh, COVID relief to organizations they thought required it. Mm. But this is basically no government entity, okay? That's the, because once you enter the government, uh, that's when things get dirty. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the same scam. Well, a similar scam that they used during 9-11 with the 9-11 Relief Fund. We all gave money to the American Red Cross, who had a good reputation at that point to pay to all the families of the survivors. Kids got to go to college, that thing. And they ended up, they would be getting many millions apiece. And my thought was, okay, it won't help them repair their lives. It won't help them fix the heartache, but um, it's all right with me. We all gave that money with open giving hearts. Mm -hmm. Give it to them. And and Red Cross is like, yeah, they can't have that much. We're going to keep some of it. So, since 2001, how much money have I given to the American Red Cross? Anybody? Anybody? Bueller? I would bet it's the same amount I've given, which would be a big goose egg. That would be it. Goose egg. Nada. How's that working for you, Red Cross? Yeah, I'm a little bummed because my plan, because my my 60th birthday is quickly approaching, was uh, to have people not give me anything because I know a few people keep asking me what do I want. And I know what I want, and I'm going to buy what I want. And World peace? Heck no. No. I just want to buy myself a really nice bass guitar. The Swedish like the thing is, I want to, I want to, No, no. Like, I'm, like, what would I do with that at my age? Um, <laughs> I will refrain from answering. <laughs> I have so no quick, idea because quick trip to Hades listens. is what it is. Okay. Anyway, um, I'm pretty sure at least three take, of the ten would be broken. Um, take... Take the Undertaker about three weeks to sand to sand the smile off your face. They'd have to put an extension on the the, uh, the casket. I get it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I don't know what you're referring to now. That's... Of course not. <laughs> of course not. 
Of course you don't. This is a family show. It's a family Remember show. that. Family show. But I had planned to set up a, a, a GoFundMe page and let people donate if they wanted to. But I'm not going to give them the time of day now. No, this is it's just wrong. And you tell me about the mo- the mostly peaceful truckers protest, because that's <laughs> what it is. Isn't yeah, it? They haven't set anything on fire, you know, as opposed to the mostly pe- <laughs> peaceful uh, demonstrations a few years ago. Canadians are so polite to one another. Maybe maybe this is what a Canadian riot looks like. <laughs> uh, there's got to be a reason why their their version of the president evacuated. Evacuated. Um, yeah. Do you know where he evacuated to, which is really pathetic? He didn't go to a bunker somewhere hiding in the Canadian Rockies. He came to the United States. Where did he, he go? Like Niagara Falls? Oh, I, I'm not sure. I'd be staying at Obama's house for all I know. Um, how far Chicago is from? That's he should have gone to Florida. That's where half of his half of his population goes in a normal year. It's warmer there. No kidding. It's I was warmer. just talking to my my Anywhere dad tonight. Else. He's he said it was in the seventies today. I said, "Well, what's that special for you?" <laughs> that's a that's Texas he, weather. Yeah, yeah. Keep, rub it in. <laughs> I'm not there. How am I rubbing it in? That's right. Uh, because the light at the end of your tunnel is not an oncoming train. I'm 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 still sad. Yeah, Mister Brown for might you. be down there. Not for you. The two of you might be might have uh, villages near each other. Even I'm going to be going to the villages. Am I really that old? No. It's better than Caesar. World. The cheap. The, <laughs> the cheap asked asked me not to refer to his property as a compound. It's a village, he said. So I'm trying to honor that. I I said it was a community. <laughs> so. I was about to say if it's a village, I'll be the idiot. <laughs> So okay, okay, community. I apologize. I'll, I'll, I'll try and fix my uh, my error. Thank you. Because, but you know, you know, once it gets stuck in my head. Well, I know. I know. I, I'm the same way. When when I get it wrong, I'm now consistently wrong on that. So, I I usually stop talking about it. But that's me, because I, I in my mind will still think I'm right, and continually be wrong, and and there was a. Uh, an example of this, and I thought it was just me, but thank you, Goon, for uh, outing yourself as yet another person. And then I realized that the majority of my friends were the same way. Uh, mm. th- those COVID tests, uh, mm-hmm. a a person thought they had COVID and went to go get a COVID test, and it was the one with the two lines. So mm-hmm. it had C and T, and the C line was dark. He's like, oh my goodness, I have COVID. And then... Uh, uh, the second person's wife said, that is the control line. It's always going to be a line. Don't you C men know control, anything? C for control, T for test, yes. Yes. So today he takes another test, posts another picture, and the person's husband who did the explanation said, bro, you still have COVID. And we said, wait a minute, we just had this lesson that C is control. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no, it isn't. He's got COVID. Uh, don't come over to my house. The, the third person says, why am I friends with you idiots? And, and that is a, <laughs> that's how that conversation went. Here's, here's the really, really um, 
here's a fun fact. Um, you know how they tell you to, you know, do all the process and then it's like, wait, what, three minutes or five minutes and then look at the results, right? Mm -hmm. You then should throw it away. <laughs> because, no, because the longer it sits out, the more likely it is that that second line will darken up on its own, regardless of whether or not you're positive or negative. My, my brother-in-law was convinced that my niece had it. And we're like, no, this is what it looked like when she took the test at 8 a.m. You're looking at it at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You should have thrown it away. You could use the goon plan. Don't take any tests? Yeah, stay home till you get better and don't take any tests. What, what good does it do you to know? Well, what's even better is you can't take a test to find out you no longer have it because the tests will give you false positives for up to six weeks. Right, and I and I wonder when I go for my uh, over fifty men's special test mm -hmm. this Friday, they do a rapid a rapid COVID beforehand. Well, I don't know what I had. Rabbit? Well, I don't know what I had between the first and the fifteenth of January. Could have been COVID. Could have just been the flu. So, but I'm within. With but I'm within that six weeks. I I have I have an idea for you that I saw done. And I think it is uh, it, it is up your guy's alley. Ooh. Did you have to say up your alley after what I was uh, just discussing? Oh, oh, 100 percent for this for this reason. <laughs> so I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> so a, a person was going to this test. They wanted to see if it was true that uh, a doctor has to report everything they find. So they stuck a note. In their hind parts. <laughs> the note said, uh, this is our final attempt to tell you that your car insurance has expired. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my god. So on oh, his capsule. <laughs> so his in his in his uh, medical report, it clearly said uh, obtrusion stated that my car insurance had expired. My car warranty, I'm sorry, my car my car's warranty had expired. So they were like, man, they really do have to put everything that they find. <laughs> oh, oh, I would have fun with that if I were the doctor. Going, You're not going to believe what I'm reading here. <laughs> oh, God. That's crazy. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Chief. Yes. Crutch and I have had fun this week um, using things not in their intended way. Although I don't know that I can say houses. any... <laughs> yeah, I don't know that anybody can say I or members of my family broke mine. No. If anything, you probably saved yours. Family. Well, I wasn't home at the time. Well. I just got the phone call while I was at work. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and elaborate? Mine so I got the... On my part. <laughs> yeah, Goonchow called. I have good news and bad news. Well, give me the good news. She goes, the dishwasher is no longer on fire. <laughs> wow. Okay. And the bad news? Well, uh, there was a small fire in the dishwasher. But we figured it out and got it put out, and it's covered by warranty. Isn't it neat that the, the fire happens in an area where there is a pro profundity of water? That was, I, I thought, that, and that happened during the drying cycle. Mm -hmm. 
So um, now you do you all recall when I got this dishwasher? It hasn't been that long. No, it was uh, first week of December, right around there. Okay, so you're looking at what two months? Wow. Yeah, they don't make them like they used to. Well, apparently, apparently the the spinny thing on the bottom that shoots water up. Yes, the spinny water shooty thing. That's the technical name. Exactly. That stopped because it was in the drying cycle, so there's no need to spin and shoot water. It's it's counterproductive, actually, I hear. Right. And the heating element that dries the dishes, hmm? along with the little fan that uses a, like a convection oven to push the air around, oh, nice. came on to dry the dishes. So far, so good. Uh, it popped up out of the little clips that hold it in place and... and uh, impacted the plastic spinny thing oh. and melted it and set it on fire. Well, that's um, probably not as expected. Well, so now, go ahead. What's the uh, manufacturer of this? Generous so, Electric. So, so uh, we never buy one ever, yeah. ever, ever? Yeah. That's well, a... well you, you know, you might change your mind about that because first I called... Uh, the the company that sold it to me. I went they? to a small appliance land, etc. Okay. I picked them because of all the horror stories I hear from many of our friends going to Home Depot or Lowe's or, or Worst Buy, yeah. And you might recall on a previous episode, we talked about the problems I had with them there with their one guy, forget what his name was, Ed or something like that. Anyhow, he was mean to, to the hurricane and that that was uh, yeah. that was his mistake. Yeah. So I wasn't enormously happy, but I figured I'd call them. Well, Hurricane would call them and say, "This is what happened. What do I do?" Their guy, they're they're not the local store manager, but the regional manager calls back and goes, "Well, I tried to contact GE and I can't get a hold of them. Bye." Really? So why so why did I go to them? Because you know. I could have gotten that kind of service from <laughs> Home Depot or Worst Buy. So Hurricane tries the GE number because, you know, it's GE. right on the inside of the dishwasher. That's handy. Luckily, and, that and, part didn't burn. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, um, they're like, well, well, wait, wait. Now, now the fire's out, right? You're not like standing in the house calling us, which scares me a little that they have to ask that question. And they were very... Very sympathetic. We we are I've so been sorry. Whole this twenty minutes and most of my house is burning down now. Yeah. They were they were like, well, okay, good. You you've called the right people. Let's go ahead and what we do is we have local folks that will send out to look at the damage and we'll figure out whether we're bringing you a new dishwasher or we're fixing the one you have. Excellent. Don't worry, it won't cost you a dime. I mean, they Excellent. were terrific. And uh, you know, and again, I thought, why do I need appliance land? So who are they calling to come over to do the work? It's a local company. They they gave us the name and they gave us the ticket number. Okay. And they said, if they do not call you tomorrow, please call them because sometimes stuff gets lost. Mm -hmm. We're, you know, we're a little bit low on staff. And if you'd help us out, we sure would appreciate it. So they didn't call and we called them and they were like, oh yeah, we never even got that ticket. Give me the number. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have it. Um, is there any way you could send me some pictures of the inside of the dishwasher so we can figure out what parts we might have to order? Sure. And we'll we'll pre-order those and then we'll come. That'll give us a chance of being able to do it in one visit. Excellent. 
And that's where we are. We sent him pictures. They said thank you, and we're waiting. That was Friday. Okay, so that's not horrible. So, so that works out, although it is a little scary. I used to run the dishwasher when I wasn't home. That stops now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my, uh, my house, the, uh, the, the last two appliances that came with the house are the dishwasher and the clothes dryer. And both have made enough warning sounds, you know, or death gurgles or whatever you want to call them, that I won't let, I won't let the house be empty if either one of them is running. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's that- scary stuff. That that seems fair, and we'll we'll let you know how GE did things, because because the next thing I want is a GE microwave, mm-hmm. and you know what? If these local guys do a good job with this repair, why wouldn't I order it direct from GE, have them deliver it, and have their guys put it in? Absolutely. Well, uh, I mean, I I am maybe this is just me, mm-hmm. but I I prefer when my stuff doesn't go on fire and and works the first time. So, so I... well well okay that's true but but you know this is a real life experience of customer service you know now of course if they if they put it in and the second one catches fire then yes it's the product it's the problem and we love the fact that you've got great customer service don't be like me goon i mean i i had four transmissions in my ford uh focus uh mostly because they didn't cost me anything for them to replace the transmissions but you shouldn't have four in a vehicle that you only had for seven years. So, yeah, there's that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we'll, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. So far, uh, the odds are, are good. How about yourself, Crutch? What happened to you this week? Well, speaking of Ford, um, yeah, so I, I apparently am not, not the smartest guy on the planet in terms of driving. Oh, say but- it isn't so. Well, maybe it might be my hearing. I'm going to go with maybe it was my hearing. And uh, so here's what happened. Um, our garage door opener is very old. It's made by a company called Sears, which if you're a youngster, you may not even ever heard of. Um, but it's as old as the house. And um, my garage door opener, FOB, if you will, uh, stopped working about four months ago. Got out the third of the three that we had, because one's in my wife's car and one I had, put new batteries in, in this one, tried to sync it up, and it will not sync. So we have a keypad outside of the garage door, which is what I've been using. Except in those situations, like certainly during the weekend, uh, since I do most of the driving on the weekend, I will take the fob from my wife's car and put it in my car and then, you know, do my, do my, my stuff. Um, so as it turned out... Um, we were out to dinner, and I had the fob, and we came home, and I took the fob out of my car to put it back into my wife's car, and she said, you know, you're going to be going to the gym tomorrow morning. You're just going to get it back out of my car. Why don't you just leave it in your car? Okay, fine. So uh, in the morning, my wife leaves the house before I do. So um, Friday morning, I went to um, – run out to grab breakfast for my son and I before school. Just once in a while, we do something special. We just, you know, go get some food. And my normal routine would be to get in the car, pull it out, get out of the car, use the keypad on the side of the door and shut, shut the door. So I'm about halfway out of the garage. I'm in reverse and I'm halfway out. And I see the fob is still in my car. And I'm like, why didn't she get into my car and pick up the, you know, it's right there on the console. Very easy to see. And I reached for it, not realizing the thing has a hair trigger. And I pushed it. I am halfway out of the garage and I have pushed the button. 
Now, my garage door is very quiet and I'm slightly deaf. So I found out that the garage door was coming down when it came down on my roof. So wait, <clears> of course, <throat> what? Your garage door does not have the sensor? My, I was, um, now think about this, right? So I am halfway out, which means my wheels are past and the sensor is too low to recognize the undercarriage of my vehicle. So you do have a sensor. Do have a sensor, yes, sir. Just a but the sensor's sensor. poorly placed sensor. Yes, it's um, well, it's it's placed where they told me to place it, and unfortunately, that was a little too low. Who are they? So yeah, uh, the people from Sears. There's a reason why that fine. They're out of business. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, so it came down on the only uh, the only thing on my roof, other than my roof, and that would be my satellite antenna. And um, your so little that, shark fin, was that what it was? Yeah, I, just, I am no longer the baby shark. Yeah. So um, so I got to get that fixed. Uh, the car is very quiet because all the antennas were up there, apparently. Um, so AM, FM, satellite, none of that works. Um, right now, if I want to have music in my car, I plug my phone into the car and then fire up the Spotify or the um, satellite radio app on my phone. But uh, yeah, I got to get that fixed. So um, I have a broken car. You have a broken washer. Anything broken in your house, Chief? No. Uh, the only thing that I had was my renter's house, or you know, the the lovely spot in Baltimore, the last one. The uh, the gas it, stopped. Working. Yay! Gas stops working. They called me and said said uh, our oven doesn't work, and our and there's no heat. So. Oh, that's yeah, so I immediately uh, call someone over because the, my original person is down in Texas doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And they go down there and they go, hey, we're not seeing any gas at all. So they turn on the gas and then they they say, we still don't see any gas. You need to call uh, BG&E. So mm -hmm. uh, they call BG&E and, and much like when I originally called, they said, yeah, they say everything's on. That's the same things that I got. So, so I asked, "Hey, can you do more than tell me the obvious?" And <laughs> and so they said, "All right, well, uh, I'm gonna have to ask you these questions. It's policy, so please don't yell at me." I go, "Sure, fine." They said, uh, "Do you smell gas?" And 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 I said, "No." And they said, uh, "You know, is there any things that could cause a flame?" Basically, all the questions as if I was there, and I just right. said no to everything. They said, "Thank you for bearing with us. We're gonna send someone over there." So while they're sending someone over, I had already uh, told the other person to go back. And so mm -hmm. it just so happened that the two people were there at the same time. Um, mm. And and uh, there was, uh, who knows what actually happened. But he took pictures of everything to prove that it was working. because And, and he still hasn't sent me a bill. And that, that, was, mm. that was Friday. So I, I'm, beginning, uh, I'm beginning to wonder. But he's actually one of the things I have to... The only thing he did send me was, "Hey, can you write? Uh, can you review the service that you got?" So I can say, "Man, this is some of the best service I've ever had," because he, <laughs> he fixed it and he didn't even charge me. So, so while yeah, that, that's a win-win. So uh, while that happens, I tell the tenant, "Hey, it's working," and she goes, "Well, who fixed it?" And I say, "My person." They said, "Well, I didn't see your person." 
And I'm like, but what are you talking about? And, and apparently it's because it's a, it's a mother and daughter that live in this duplex. The daughter had uh, escorted everyone around, and the daughter did not convey to the mother that it was all done. So while the mother's at work, she's complaining that it's going to be cold, and I keep telling her that, no, it is fixed, and the daughter's not uh, responding. So that was the only thing that was busted, but it's no longer busted. The only, the one thing that does need it is there's a hole in the ceiling, and that's where they think that water's coming in. And I told them that's not getting fixed till next week. And uh, they were like, well, when is your handy person coming back? And I said, uh, you know, surprisingly enough, next week. So <laughs> when he comes back, that's what he's going to take care of. Because he has to be up here for Valentine's Day, and then he will go back down to finishing up the house down there. And there you have it. That's a story and he's sticking to it. Absolutely. Yep, Anybody got anything fun going on this week? Yeah, I have a... Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know how you define fun, but we... Are you, is, are you at work when you're doing this? Doing what? Whatever you're about to tell me? No. Then you're having fun. Uh, well, I, see, here's here's the problem with that. The problem with that is my uh, my family overseas is, yes. is constantly wondering what America is doing. And well, we're broke as <laughs> as are we. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. So so when when I see articles that that you know Russia has al already invaded, I I, be, I begin to wonder if. Somebody, uh, somebody has already slipped what the plan is going to be, and now they uh, like. How does that happen? That means that you had to write it. It's, it's, this doesn't this doesn't miraculously just appear. No, and and I'm let's be honest. There are, for example, um, famous old people. Right, most news outlets already have most of the obituary written. Right. All they have to do is fill in the details of when the person died and, you know, the circumstances of their death. But all of the business, well, they had an extraordinary career and whatever. Da, 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 da. That, that, that stuff is kept, from what I understand, is kept basically in a, in a, in a particular section where, you know, you, so I'm assuming, you know, everybody's being told that, you know, haven't we been told for the last week? It's just going to just a matter of time. So I can imagine Bloomberg, wink, wink, nod, nod. And a bunch of others having stories already pre-written, and all I have to do is like you know put in detail of how many bombs were dropped here in the story, you know that kind of thing. You think they'll do it during the uh, um, the genocide Olympics? Um, I don't know. Uh, it certainly would be an interesting, um, you know, awkward moment there, uh, especially between the Ukraine and Russian teams. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Fencing all of a sudden takes on a whole new idea. Um, <laughs> why? And, why, is, why, and why are they Olympics. using sabers instead of instead of the normal rapiers? Uh, because this match and, doesn't have a second yeah. round. <laughs> and in Olympic hockey, the Ukrainian uh, team member took his stick and pushed it all the way through the Russian member. <laughs> like, it was high sticking. Uh, it was so high it took his lungs. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so wrong. Both, both of you I guys know. are terrible. Well, I know. not nearly as terrible as the stories I'm hearing out of the Olympic Village. Oh, my gosh. How the IOC gave this Olympics to China in the first place is crazy. Um, actually, it was a Russian um, 
supposedly, like what I'm reading, um, if you have to wait for your testing, you don't stay in the normal Olympic Village facility. They've got a special facility, like a holding cell, if you will. And truly, it is like a holding cell. This one Russian athlete was complaining that she's been there for seven days. She's had the exact same meal three times a day, all seven days. Her stomach is now hurting. She is in no condition to compete. She just wants to go home. And I'm like, well, that's certainly one way to keep her from getting a medal. Or you could just disqualify the whole team so that then China wins. I saw that one, too. They disqualified the Russians and the Americans, and the Chinese miraculously got a medal. Shocking. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't see the problem. with the... <laughs> Every, You could be that Dutch reporter who literally got dragged off of live TV. That was, that was entertaining. Yeah, by some guy who looked like a Bond villain. Yes, yes. I wanted to call him Odd Job or something. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly who I was thinking of too. <laughs> I'll see if I can get the video. There's, I'm sure that video we're, is out there somewhere. We're bad people, Crutch. Yeah. We just are. Are we? I said to myself I wasn't going to do that, and I, I'm sorry. I, I can't help myself. So the goon lied to the goon. It, it happens. I'll feel bad about it later. How's that? Okay. <laughs> as long as you feel bad. Make a right. note. See if you can work it into your schedule. <laughs> yeah. You know, from about, I don't know, 1230 to 1 a.m., I could be, I could feel bad about this. There you go. And that's okay, because DuckDuckGo will still think anything I search during that time is none of their business. <laughs> you haven't heard their ads, have you? I, I've seen no. the billboard. It was in They're, Texas. They have. I have heard their ads on um, a local talk radio station and they have this. Um, I do not know who the lady is who's doing these voiceovers. Oh my goodness. Her voice is terrific. And, uh, um, and she's like, yeah, when you search with us, we don't care how many children you have or what their ages are. It's, it's none of our business. And she goes on with a bunch of things that are none of their business. She goes, and whatever you were searching for at 1.42 in the morning, that's not our business either. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about that, but there was a <laughs> the, uh, in the Texas airport, Dallas-Fort Worth, there's a big, mm -hmm. there's a big DuckDuckGo sign. And, oh, nice. And it's, it, it's something along the lines. It's innocent, but... Uh, but but hinting that, you know, what you do, it has nothing to do with them. So it's a <laughs> the the thing that I I like to point out is like we, we we had just gotten through taking off our shoes and doing all this kind of stuff, and somebody walks through that is uh, has their shoes on and is maskless and talking on their phone. Like it, it was as whatever it was, it was so ridiculous. We were like, uh, what what's the uh, What's the occasion that they can do that? And we had to go through, you know, the third degree, and 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 then uh, I can't remember if it was me or the wife said, "Well, that you know, you just forgot what freedom looks like." So that there, that's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so that's a that. Uh, so when we were in Texas, and every, every time we were, we did something in Texas, and it was it was just so so off the wall. Going ninety miles an hour, not not having to do anything, not not using your your turn signal, uh, 
uh, hear, hearing gunshots, yelling, yelling at the clouds, you know, <laughs> whatever the case. Not using your turn signal keeps the other drivers alert. Well, I mean, it, usually if you use your turn signal, uh, we learned from driving up here, that's, that's when the other person knows to cut you off or to speed up so that you can't get over. But over there, they slow down. Over there, they're already going fast, so they know that if you need to make a turn, it's because, well, they're making that assumption that you actually have to go somewhere and those extra four seconds of them slowing down so that you can move over, so that you can make your turn, is not going to affect them. Yep. How, how very I, uh, civilized. I learned that driving the uh, um, driving the moving van for Goonchild. You know, I was on my best behavior, and it was a big truck that I wasn't. You know, yes, I've driven big trucks, but it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. So I was careful, and everybody appreciated it, including me. Didn't pee myself even once. That is impressive. I'm, I'm hoping for that each and every day nowadays. So. <laughs> is that a worry of yours, sir? Hey, look, every day I'm here is one less day I'm here. Or one more day you're here. You could be positive about it, just saying. I'm, I'm positive my days are numbered. <laughs> yes, but you don't know how what the number is, so stop worrying about it. Oh, I'm not worried about it. I'm firmly convinced that with my luck, I'm, I'm going to go face first into my keyboard in the middle of a work day and just see this long line of G's across the screen. <laughs> if we see that, we'll know. Exactly. That, that has happened to someone we know. Uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I wouldn't even be original. That's see, there you go. It's amazing, isn't it? That Figures. No matter what you do, you just copy <laughs> someone else. It's true. Sad, sad, sad. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to copy myself from uh, last week, and uh, wish you all a fine week. And uh, now a word from our sponsors. Tonight's episode brought to you in part by Honest Ron's Used Car Lot. Why buy from Ron? He's conveniently located next to Stately Goon Manor, and Goon needs more parking. From collectible cars to pickup trucks, you'll find what you need, and Goon will get breathing room. And fascism. If you think people with views contrary to yours should be canceled and silenced, then you are the person they want as a new member. Welcome to all the woke. You always become what you say you hate. And new products from the Happy Fold. The official dishwasher and fireplace. Two treats in one. And the instant garage door and body shop. Change the appearance of your car just by backing up. Available now from the Happy Pole. Swimming with the Fish is produced by Happy Pole LLC. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.